You're listening to The Jeff Caven Show, episode 129, The Epic Motorcycle Trip. Hey, I'm Jeff Cavins. How do you simplify your life? How do you study the Bible? All the way from motorcycle trips to raising kids, we're going to talk about the faith and life in general. It's The Jeff Caven Show. Hey, thanks for joining me again this week. Going to be just a little bit shorter show this week. Uh, I wanted to give you an update on a couple of things uh, on the schedule and a little bit about the trip that we just took, uh, an epic motorcycle trip, 4,300 miles, really, really something. And I want to kind of go through that with you and tell you some of the highlights uh, on our on our trip. We've got a lot of people asking, what do you do on those on those motorcycle trips? And I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a rundown on that. Another thing that a lot of people have been asking about uh, the last couple of weeks are the two huge events that are coming up uh, coast to coast. The Great Adventure celebrating its 15th anniversary now, as far as its current form. And Ascension Press is putting on some, some really amazing conferences in cooperation with the Christ Cathedral, formerly the Crystal Cathedral in Orange County, coming up in September. That's September 28th. And uh, the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. That's October 19th and 20th. Let me tell you a little bit about what we're going to be doing. Uh, they're selling out, so I'm trying to get uh, my friends here on the show to to get in before they completely sell out. But let me tell you what we're going to be doing uh, coming up on September 28th, 2019, in case you're listening to this years later. We are going to be presenting the entire story of the Bible in one day. I'm going to go through the whole Bible in the Bible timeline in one day, and it's going to be featuring the new Great Adventure Bible. We're going to be using that as well. And it's just going to be a great day. Lunch is included and everything. And the first opportunity is going to be on September 28th. That's a Saturday, September 28th at the Christ Cathedral in Orange County, California. And you can sign up for this on ascensionpress.com. And if you uh, if you just Google Ascension Press. And the Great Adventure Bible in a Day, it'll come up with the two events. It's very, very easy. Uh, the second event is going to be in October, and that's going to be at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. Now, I don't know if you have seen the museum, if you've been there. I have, and it is incredible. They, the, you know, the greens from Hobby Lobby have, have really built something beautiful and uh, enduring that celebrates the, the Word of God, Scripture. And it's not, it's not just open to Christians. There are Jews and other people around the world that uh, take advantage of the museum, and they have a, a whole Catholic wing really, really done well. Well, they have a... a, a um, a uh, hall, a presentation hall there that's really second to none. I mean, it is it is really nice. And they can seat 500 people. And so we opened it up for October 19th, and it sold out almost immediately. And so the museum called me and asked, would you be willing to do a second day? The next day, Sunday the 20th, starting uh, right after lunch, you know, so people can go to Mass in the morning. And I said, sure. So that second event is open. That is October 20th. And we've got people coming from all over the world for these, for these events. So if you're interested in either one, Christ Cathedral in Orange County, 
or the Bible Museum, Museum of the Bible in Washington, then go to ascensionpress.com and you can go to the events page or just do a search on Google, Ascension Press, uh, Bible in a Day, and you're, it'll come up right away. It's not a, not, not a real problem there. So I do hope to see you at one of those events. All right, so a little bit about the trip that we just had. Really, really an amazing trip. Uh, every year, I take the Harley, and we go out on the road for about four to 5,000 miles in over a week. And we go from town to town, city to city, country to country in some cases, Canada and the U.S., and we, we ride, we fellowship. There's probably six to eight guys that do this. And uh, we have Bluetooth in our helmets, so we're able to talk to one another. And, and we pray. We, we pray many, many rosaries for different causes. And from city to city, we fellowship. And then uh, about half of the time, we stop at night and I speak at, at a parish. And the emphasis this year was on discipleship and sharing the gospel uh, with people. Sean Lynn is the one who organized it from the God Squad, and that's up in Calgary. And he's done just a a real fine job over the years. And Sean, uh, you're the man. You you made this happen, and you have for the last four years now. And so we're very very grateful. My good friend Tom Ottman and I are in the Twin Cities, and we we started off on this trip, and we went. Uh, to Sturgis, and that's a huge bike rally. And the only thing we really do there is have something to eat, and uh, we stay in Rapid City. We don't really uh, participate too much in anything that's going on in Sturgis, but we like to ride the Black Hills and have a great place to go to breakfast um, in the morning. And then after that, we headed off to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where we met up with Sean Lynn from Calgary, and he he accomplished the epic. 1,500-mile ride in 36 hours, and congratulations to him. It's all about the patch, you know. And so they, we went on, to, uh, went on to Ankeny, Iowa, right outside of Des Moines, and uh, met our good friend Dwight and had a, a really wonderful, wonderful time there uh, at Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish. And uh, Dwight and the team just did a, an amazing job of uh, preparing a barbecue, and I think we had about 300 people, something like that, who were waiting, had a barbecue, and then I gave a talk on becoming a modern-day disciple, an activated disciple, and that was that was amazing. And then after that, we went from, uh, to, from the Des Moines area, we went on to South Bend and had uh, an amazing night at Holy Family Catholic Parish and a private tour of Notre Dame and the campus there. And uh, that was the first time that I had a tour of the church and went down downstairs in the museum. And uh, it's just uh, incredible. As you know, it's an incredible school. And we uh, had a good time there in, uh, at Notre Dame. And then we went on from there, and we, we ended up meeting with a group of nuns out in the middle of Michigan uh, by Lowell, Lowell, Michigan. And they are known as the Trinitarians of Mary. And this group of, of nuns are so sweet, so beautiful in the Lord. And their full-time ministry is praying for priests around the world. And they greeted us with a time of prayer in their chapel where they prayed over us and sang praises to God for our, our ministry and our trip 
And it was so powerful, I'm telling you. Uh, it choked up all of us. And then afterwards, they had a barbecue for us. Steaks and pork chops. And what a time with the beautiful uh, Trinitarians of Mary sisters. That's near Grand Rapids. And then we went on to a bike rally, nights on bikes, and spent a couple of days there. Met up with our good friend Bear Wozniak and uh, did some video work there. And from there, we went on to Kingston, Kingston uh, up in Canada, and we met with Father D'Souza and had lunch with him, and then we went on to Montreal. And in Montreal, if you've never been there before, uh, we went to St. Joseph Saint Joseph's Oratory, and we stayed there at the John the Twenty Third Pavilion, and just had a really good couple days uh, in Montreal. And if you have not been uh, to Montreal, first of all, you might want to learn a little French. But we went to St. Joseph's Oratory, but it's also the 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 um, Our Lady of the Cape Shrine uh, Day Drive. We we had we took we went there, and we were able to go to the village where Saint Kateri Tekawitha was from, and uh, my wife and my good friend Tom's wife Mary they drove cars to Montreal and met us there, and it was so interesting because, you know, my wife wrote the book, Lily of the Mohawks, about Katiri Tekawitha, forwarded by Father Mitch Pacwa, and that's from Franciscan Media, if you're interested, but uh, I really wanted Emily to see the the relics and the, the rib bone of Katiri Tekawitha and where she was buried, and we got there on a Saturday, and it was closed, and we couldn't figure it out. It's closed. And I felt so bad for Emily driving all that way. And right as she's getting ready to leave and the guys are on the motorcycles, I see this red truck coming down the road next to the church. I got off the truck, waved my hands, and this uh, uh, Native American Indian gentleman uh, rolled down his window and I said, is there any way that we can get into the church? My wife wrote a book on Kateri. We, we've come all this way. Is there any way? And he goes, I'm sorry, it's closed. I don't have a key. And I thought, oh, is there any way? And he said, I'm sorry. So we got on the bikes and we, and I showed him, I said, that's my wife down there walking across the street if, if there's any way. So we took off on the bikes and little did I know, Emily went around the block in her car with Mary and this guy started coming towards them at an intersection. He saw them and he got their attention and said, I can get the key. And he got the key from someone at the local hospital, came back and opened up this beautiful church where Emily got to go downstairs and she got to meet with some very uh, knowledgeable people about this. And it was just God, the way God opened that up. It was really, really beautiful. Really beautiful. We went on from uh, Montreal to Ottawa to Midland, and we saw the North American shrine of uh, the, the shrine of the North American uh, martyrs, the five French Jesuit priests who came from France over into this new world, and and they uh, they were ministering among the Huron and had difficulties with the Iroquois, Iroquois were Indians, and that was amazing. That was amazing. If you've never been there, it'll open up your eyes like you would not believe. It just, it just will. Uh, we got to learn about the lives of uh, Father Isaac Jogues and uh, and Jean Brebeuf. 
uh, Father Jean Brebeuf, unbelievable stories of martyrdom like I have never heard before. And we walked into the shrine, and the, the shrine is on one side of the highway. On the other side is a small village that is a replica of what the, uh, the French missionaries lived in. Uh, during that 10-year period that they ministered to the Huron. But um, I went in there, and there I am just learning about the martyrdom of uh, Jean Brebeuf. And I'm not going to go into that. I mean, it is graphic what happened to him. And he continued to proclaim the gospel. And, And I'm looking at the remains of his skull in this church and thinking, wow, what these guys went through. And down the, down, down the back of the church, there was a priest hearing confessions. Now, listen to what happened to me. Maybe this has happened to you as well. Here I am, studying about Jean Brebeuf, and it was hot in the church. And I'm, I'm pulling my shirt and fanning myself, thinking, man, it's so hot in here. I just got to get out of here. Life is tough, you know? And, and then all of a sudden, it hit me. Here I am studying the North American martyrs. And what am I doing? Complaining and self-centered and occupied with the temperature. All of a sudden it hit me. I looked down at the end of the church and saw that confessional. And I I went down there so fast. I went into confession. Father, bless me for I've sinned. I am self-centered. <laughs> I'm so preoccupied with myself. Lord, help me to be like these North American martyrs. That was incredible. Really, really incredible. Well, from there we went to went to uh, well we went to Mississauga, and had a wonderful day, a wonderful time there with Monsignor Keenan Keenan. And um, oh, and we also had lunch with Andre. Andre is a is a great brother in the Lord. And let's see if I've got that here. Yeah, he's got a new book. Uh, Andre, uh, it's French, Regnier. Uh, Clear and simple: How to have a conversation that leads to conversion. And we, he's the guy that started. He and his wife started a CYO, which is kind of a an American focus ministry. And um, they have similarities, yet they're different. And I was so impressed with with Andre and his wife, and and I highly recommend the work that they're doing up there. And we had a great brunch, and then we moved on to Sault Ste. Marie and on to Rhinelander, Wisconsin, and came home. Now, along the way, we shared Christ with everybody we could. We were at restaurants, we were at gas stations, we were in churches, and one of the things that this team has really learned to do is to is to exercise the kerygma. Remember a cup of kerygma? We brew up a cup for almost everybody that we meet, and this is just becoming a lifestyle uh, with um, the Activated Disciple book and uh, the motorcycling. It's everywhere we go, and so it was a very fruitful trip in in that in that uh, sense. You know, when you when you travel that long with guys like this, good friends, you got to learn to work as a team. And when you're going down the highway at 70 mile an hour in a in a pack, you got to communicate with each other. And it reminded me a lot of the church, you know, and brothers and sisters in the church when when we go down the highway together as a parish or as a diocese, we've got to communicate to one another. And and oftentimes it's a matter of preferring one another and watching out for the safety of each other. It's not uncommon to hear in your helmet from the guy in the back, 
there's a car coming up on your left. And so you say, thanks. Appreciate that. But that's what, that's what this trip was all about. It was about sharing the gospel in parishes, sharing the gospel along the way, and just some good time with, uh, with brothers in the Lord. We're going to be doing it again next year. Not sure exactly where we're going to go. I'll let you know about that. And I think we're going to be bringing a couple of new pastors with us next year. Oh, by the way, yes. Yes, we had, uh, we had this year the, the privilege of writing with a wonderful, wonderful bishop, Bishop Scott McKeg. Uh, bishop Scott McKeg is from Ottawa, and uh, he rides a Harley. He is the bishop over the military ordinate, ordinariate, ordinariate in Canada. So all of the military, that's his diocese. And he does a great job of it. He's a great writer. And we had uh, got to have mass at his private chapel, and he rode with us for three days, and we had a great, a great time. So it's priests and bishops and deacons and laymen all riding together. Well, next week we'll continue on. I've got uh, a show I'm preparing right now next week uh, for you. Again, I really look forward to being with you every week, and, and I encourage you to pray for me, and I will continue to pray for you. I love you, and I want to just close in prayer this week. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for my brother. I thank you for my sister, and I pray that you will bless them this week and encourage them in their walk with you. May we truly be activated disciples, people of the word, people of faithfulness, people who are not afraid to share the gospel with others. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and uh, ask you to continue. May you be glorified in all that we do and say. In Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.